as an entrepreneur, I think that it's really important to acknowledge that what you do in your personal life and how you take care of yourself plays a huge role in your business. Because if you're not doing okay, if you're not learning, if you're not growing, neither will your business. And so this year and in past years, I am setting goals both personally and professionally, and the two are very Welcome to The Wedding Plan. My name is Tyler Spire, and I am a luxury event planner based in Santa Barbara, California. This podcast is where I share behind-the-scenes adventures from the picture-perfect events we produce, as well as advice for running your own creative business fellow event professionals, small business owners, and those of you who love to throw a good party, you are welcome here. Welcome to The Wedding Plan, and oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is the end of 2023. Uh, Just the other morning, I was sitting on my couch with my cup of coffee and my 10-year-old And she and I were just talking about how many things have happened this year and all the things we were talking about and dreaming about back at this time last year and what an adventure this past year has been. And I I just love this time of year, not only for the holidays, but also for uh, contemplating and thinking about just all the amazing things that have happened and dreaming up all the things that are to come. So today, in today's episode, I want to specifically talk about goal setting. Uh, As a creative business owner and looking to the next year, I think that goal setting is an integral part of owning a business. And this is the time of year where we kind of naturally take a stop, take a beat, look back at what we've been doing, what's been working, what hasn't been working, and think about the areas we want to grow, we want to change, we want to improve, or the areas where we just want to keep the same. So we're going to dive in. So my Uncle Tom is an incredible businessman. I had the pleasure of living with him and my Aunt Wendy uh, the summer and school year, actually, before Taylor and I got married And I loved living with them and I loved uh, learning from him. And something he told me was that every year he likes to make SMART goals. And I'm not taking credit for this acronym and I'm not giving him the credit and I don't know who to give the credit to. SMART goals are specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and bound by time. They are not vague. They are not kind of all over the place. They are very specific. And I think the key for me is that they're achievable because it's really easy to be like, yeah, I want to make a million dollars or yeah, I want to double my business or whatever it is. And for some people that may be very realistic and achievable, but for others, it's just kind of like a big dream. And when our goals aren't specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, et cetera, we kind of burn out. So I like to, as a business owner at this time of year, really focus on what does this next year, what does this next chapter look like for me? And what are my goals going to be? Now, I want to be really clear. These are not New Year's resolutions, which I find for me always fade out. These are very specific goals. Now, in my life as an entrepreneur, I think that it's really important to acknowledge that 
what you do in your personal life and how you take care of yourself plays a huge role in your business. Because if you're not doing okay, if you're not learning, if you're not growing, neither will your business. And so this year and in past years, I am setting goals both personally and professionally, and the two are very interlinked. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about the power of goal setting because you guys, back when I was, you know, 20 years old living with my uncle uh, and he was giving me this advice, you know, my, my goals at the time were like, finish college, get a job, and were pretty basic and they were specific, they were measurable, they were achievable. And I didn't think much about the big picture, especially at that time of life. But then, you know, as I have gotten older and started setting more and more goals, let me tell you, I remember writing down my goals for each year. And at the end of each year, I can look back and we have achieved almost every single one. I think there is incredible power and putting the intention at the beginning of the year or whatever time period you are looking at and revisiting it daily that kind of hones in all your attention and puts it on those things. And then those things tend to happen. So personal goals. For me, I like to divide my personal goals into three specific categories. One is what do I need for me? And then the next is what do I need for my relationship, my family, and the third is what do I need for friends? And this for me is really important in keeping taking care of myself. And so for myself, looking into the next year, one of my specific goals is to take time for myself three times a week. This can be super specific and measurable because I can, right after I drop my daughter off to preschool, there is this great preserve right there and I can do this little loop. It's almost like a little hike, but it's nothing too strenuous, nothing that's going to take out hours of my day. It takes about 15, 20 minutes and I can go and I can walk and I can just think and process, prepare for the day, mull over what I need to mull over and have that intentional time for me. I find that when I am running a million miles a minute and I don't get that time to think for myself and take care of myself, that translates into all areas of my personal life and also into my business. Because then when I am showing up to lead my team, I'm just all over the place. And so that is a personal goal of mine. Additionally, for my family, one of my goals is to consistently go on a date with my wife once a week no excuses, no exceptions. Now, Taylor and I have had the blessing of having parents and family in town. So we've been able to go on a date most weeks uh, for most years of our marriage. But I do find that when life gets really crazy, when she's off at PTA meetings or she, she's a birth doula, so when she's you know on call for a birth and when I get busy in wedding season, there are weeks, sometimes weeks and weeks where we don't go on a date. And this coming year, one of my goals is to make it happen no matter what. And uh, that might even look like date night in, you know, a game of Scrabble and takeout Indian food. I don't know. But whatever it is, once a week, make sure that I am dating my spouse. Because again, if I am taking care of myself, if I am taking care of my marriage, if I'm taking care of my children, 
taking care of my friends, I am filling my cup, then I am going to be able to better show up as a business owner. And then my third personal goal, you'll notice I like goals in threes and fives. I don't know why that is. I just like those numbers. And I find that any more than that, I get overwhelmed and I don't do it. My third goal is around friends. I find that in my life as an entrepreneur running a successful business, that most of my life is work and whatever life isn't work, the time I have away from work is with my kids and with my spouse. And that is good. And it is good for me to work and love my work. And it is good for me to be there for my family and take care of my family. But something else that I need to fill my cup is to be intentional and in spending time with friends. And so another goal of mine this coming year is to make sure that once a month, I am doing something meaningful or with good connection with a friend. It could be lunch with a friend, it could be a hike, it could be a coffee, whatever it is, that's my goal. And you may be hearing this and be like, oh my gosh, only once a month? Or you may be hearing this and be like, who has time for friends? Um, regardless, that's what I can do right now. And I know that I can't commit to every week because I know that during wedding season, there is no way on God's green earth that I'm going to have time to grab lunch with a friend every week. Uh, but I do know that I can make that time at least once a month to fill my cup. So my encouragement to you as a creative professional is to in addition to thinking of all the business things, which don't worry, we're about to go there because I love business and I love numbers and thinking about goals in the future and how to grow the business and all the things. And we're going there. But before you can even do that, you have to stop, look in the mirror and take care of you. Because if your heart is not okay and you are not taking care of yourself, that is going to spill out into every other aspect of your life, especially your work. So I want to challenge you. What are you going to do for you? What are you going to do for the people you love? And what are you going to do for your friends? Or what's that thing that's going to fill your cup in this coming year that is so specific it's measurable, it's achievable, it's realistic, and it has sort of a time constraint on it that you can do for you. I want you to write those down and put them somewhere that you see every day. Mine are on a piece of paper in my desk. Every day I open the drawer to grab a pen, grab a notepad, whatever it is I need, I see my goals. Uh, in the past, I've also, this might be too much information, but it's the truth. Put it in your underwear drawer. You put on your underwear every day. It's one of the first drawers you open. Put your goals there. It's a good spot. So in addition to personal goals as a creative entrepreneur and as a business owner, this is where I get really excited. Um, it's really fun to set business goals. And for me, I try to divide them again into five categories. And I never set more than five goals in a year, five goals that I really want to focus on. Of course, I have a bunch of ideas floating around in my head. And this is an exercise because often I'll write down all these things I want to do. And one of my challenges is to narrow it down to what are the five that I'm going to focus on. And so in my brainstorming for this year, the five categories are number one, creative. Number two, admin. Number three, financial. Number four, marketing. And number five, expansion slash what is coming next. So in the first category, I put this as number one 
because I am a creative entrepreneur. My clients pay me to design and create. The inspiration that I feel and that I am able to produce and the creativity that we're able to produce is at the very core of this business. And so if I am not feeling creative or inspired or having new ideas, something is seriously wrong and I need to take a step back. So my first goal is creative and it is to create something unique and beautiful and that I haven't done before at least once per quarter. And again, this feels so measurable because I have some really fun floral ideas, things that I've always wanted to create or things that have kind of been percolating in the back of my mind. And part of having this goal and keeping it forefront of of mind is to pitch those to my clients. Or if no client wants it, just to go to the flower market, get some beautiful product and create it in my studio at home or wherever is appropriate just for me so that I can create. Um, So again, once per quarter, doing something creative and fun that is just for me. Now, as a business owner, I'm not just going to throw away that. That can become content. That can become social content. I can turn it into a blog post. I can create it, take images of it, then show it to a client and then maybe get paid for it. There's a lot I can do with that. But the key is, is the heart of it needs to be pure creativity to bring joy, to challenge. And, you know, sometimes I do a creative project and it works out great. And sometimes we put something together and it really does not work. And that's all part of it. Secondly, I like to have admin goals. And so this year, one of my goals is to look at our client process and the documents and things that we use internally and that we share with clients and redo them. Uh, We have, as a company, been around now for 15 years. And some of my documents, I mean, everything's evolved and changed as we've gone over time. But often as a business owner, you know, you kind of get to the new start of the season. And instead of starting from scratch, you just take what you had, you add some things that need to be added, take some things away that need to be taken away. And this year specifically, I'm going through all those docs and really redoing them because we've grown a lot. We've changed a lot. We've shifted a lot over the past few years. And I want it to be fresh. I want it to be on brand. I want it to be crisp and I want to feel really, really good about it. And so the measurable goal is I am going through each of those documents in our admin folder. My goal is actually in quarter one by March 1st or March 31st is I guess the end of quarter one. I want to completely revise those. And then in quarter two, be able to start implementing that with clients, probably mainly in 2025, but also a lot of those systems and things are internal and will be usable by our team in that time. I always like having a good admin goal. Like it could be something as simple as cleaning up your employee folders. Or if you're a solopreneur, your admin goal could be like setting up an accounting system and making sure that it's linked to your bank account so that all transactions are brought in automatically. I think it's really good to have a goal that's going to make the admin or processes of your business run more smoothly. Because often those are the things on our to-do list that we just never get to because we're always so busy with clients. We're always so busy with events. We're always so busy with whatever it is. But if we're intentionally making a goal to make one admin process go more smoothly, 
be more realistic, be more streamlined, be more automated, whatever the word is that you need in your niche, that makes a huge difference because that investment of time now saves hours and hours later. The third area I like to make goals is financial. And this is the fun one. And I think when a lot of people think of business goals, this is the first one they think of. Um, I like to have a very realistic financial goal. Our goal right now is to increase profit by six to 10% at a minimum. And that is what is realistic. I, I'm hoping to blow that out of the water as any business owner. It's always nice to have that extra income, but I know for sure I want to increase our net profit by six to 10% because this is going to allow for me to give my team increases in wage. This is going to allow for us to allocate for the increased costs that come every year. Rent goes up, all sorts of things go up all the time, right? And then also for myself. As a business owner, I want to be able to make more money. That translates into more things I can do with my family, more I can save towards my kids going to college, more I can put away towards retirement, more I can save towards the next business venture. And yes, things are percolating. But having that financial goal is really realistic for me right now. If you are a newer business owner and the numbers feel stressful, what I recommend you do is start with a goal of like, five to 10% profit increase in a year. Sometimes it's realistic to say, I'm going to double it this year. I'm going to work so hard. I'm going to do this. And or I have this big client coming up, whatever it is. Um, but I think keeping it really realistic and achievable is important so that you can celebrate that as a victory and also see that progress over time. I'm a numbers guy. I love every once in a while, especially in December, I'll look back at my company budget Go back to like 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, all the way up till now. I skipped 2020 because that was an abysmal hurricane of horribleness. Um, but I like to look at those budgets and see our income, see what we spent, see what we were charging clients. And it is just so fun to see the growth. And I like to imagine, you know, my 2016 self in that budget, setting those goals, feeling excited about what we were doing, I wouldn't have even dreamed about what we're setting for our 2024 budget. And it's pretty cool, guys. So I would have never, ever dreamed that it was possible to have a seven-figure operating budget in a wedding business that I started when I was 18 years old. Like, what is that? It's amazing. And uh, it's really exciting to be able to, you know, dream about growing it and seeing where it's going to go. The fourth area I like to set business goals is in marketing. And specifically this coming year, you know, I am not at a place where I am really trying to grow on social media or things like that. I'm really blessed and to have a strong following on TikTok, a strong following on Pinterest and on Instagram. Um, but my specific goal this coming year is to really educate, show my face and show up on these platforms at least once per week. And I know there's experts out there that say you need to show your face every single day. I know there's people that say you need to post every day. And there are times in my life and in my wedding season, my workflow where that works. And there are times where it just does not because we get really busy and I am not in the primary business of social media. I'm an event planner and designer. And so uh, in our social media platforms, we're focusing on once per week, really authentically showing up to educate and support 
and give. And that looks like informational TikToks or reels. It looks like well thought out posts that are giving information and helping. It looks like this podcast. It is me showing up and giving back. I am going to have a whole podcast episode coming up soon on social media strategies, because that is how I entered the education sphere to begin with, was educating on social media. So it feels appropriate in these first few episodes of this podcast to spend some time really taking a deep dive on social. So stay tuned for that. Uh, But the key for me today is setting that realistic goal, what I'm going to do for marketing. I'm showing up to give amazing content, to give back to other professionals, to give back to couples at least once per week across my channels. Finally, my favorite goals of the year are thinking about the big picture. What's next? What's coming? And what is a specific goal I can take towards that? Now, I have some really big dreams, you guys. But in the spirit of having a specific measurable goal, My next big exciting chapter that I want to focus on is, in addition to all of our amazing events and all the things we do, is educating fellow professionals. Yes, I've spoken at conferences. Yes, we have the podcast. Yes, I've hosted and taught workshops and all the things. But in 2024, one of my goals is to really carve out intentional time, at least two hours per week, to focus on education. I'm leaving that goal as just two hours per week so that I can see what comes of it because I don't know exactly what's going to come out of it, but I do know that I can set a goal for myself to have that time. So expect fun things in the education realm in the coming year because I am putting time and energy into it. So those are smart goals. Those are the things as a business owner, we want to make sure that we set for ourselves. We want to make sure they're realistic. We want them written down in the desk drawer, in the underwear drawer, at in your laptop case. I don't know where you're going to put them, but somewhere that you're going to see them every single day because there is so much power in seeing something every day, setting your intention around it, and then making it happen. Because all the little decisions you make, all the things that happen throughout the day with those things at your core and constantly in the front of your mind, they will happen. The next set of goals I want to talk about before we sign off this episode are your big, audacious, crazy goals. You guys, I believe in the power of big, audacious, crazy goals. I remember when I was, you know, 25, 26, I wrote down on a piece of paper and I taped it up in my closet so I would see it every day. These goals are like your big dreams. And at that time, I wrote three things. One, I want to buy a house in Santa Barbara, which at that time felt completely unattainable. For those of you who are not from Santa Barbara or familiar with Santa Barbara, a tiny little bungalow is over a million dollars. So it's very overwhelming to try and save and buy a house here because it's so ridiculously expensive. So that was number one. Number two is I wanted to bring home over $100,000 a year. I wanted a six-figure salary working just for myself. Number three is I wanted to actively contribute towards my retirement, and I set various goals on that based on the income coming in per year. At that time, those goals felt completely unattainable. But I said, by time I'm 30, 
and gave myself like a five-year time frame. I want to do all of those things. Having those up every single morning and seeing them every single day gave me inspiration, gave me drive, and all sorts of things. Because let me tell you, we met all of those goals years before I turned 30. It was pretty cool. We closed on our house when I was 29. We hit our income goals when I was 28. And all sorts of things started falling into place. I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I need new goals because I was supposed to meet all these by the time I was 30 and now I'm ahead. So now I have really fun goals. Monday, I would love to own a wedding venue. It's up there on my goals. Uh, I have other goals for income. One day I want to be making over a million dollars a year. We'll see what happens, but it is up there. It is in my closet every morning. It says, by time I am 40, I want to be making a million dollars a year. And I want to own a wedding venue. And the third is I want to own two or three additional properties to the house that I own. And I believe there's power in it and I will see what happens. But I think in addition to having those specific goals for the year, it's important to have those big goals that you dream about. Another set of my big goals was I wrote down, actually right after I met those goals, so this was around when I was like 29, just about to turn 30, I said, I want to travel the world producing luxury destination events for couples that are spending multi-six figures to produce amazing experiences. I wrote it down very intentionally. I want to do a wedding in France. Um, I said, I want to do a wedding in Italy and wrote down all these things about where I see myself. And you guys, this past year, we did all those things. We didn't do a wedding in Italy. We did France and Ireland. And a lot of those goals have come true. So there is so much power in not only setting the small goals to track your progress, but setting the big ones, those big, audacious, beautiful goals that can drive you forward in your business. Live your life within the moment, moment And don't go wait until the morning, morning You never know when it is 